Hey guys, welcome to episode 14 of the Late Dog Daily Podcast. It is Friday, Friday feeling, end of a cracking week. The sun has been shining fantastically. It's now the weekend and a long bank holiday weekend. Fan bloody fantastic. If you can't be happy about that, you know, you don't deserve to be happy. Um, but I, know I talked about some absolute mayhem that went on the balcony yesterday. Obviously, still on lockdown. Um, like recorded the podcast. Um, if you don't, if you didn't hear it, check it out episode thirteen. But yeah, the mayhem continued into the late into the evening. Uh, it was carnage. I don't know what was going on. Um, I mean, firstly, we were doing. Oh, uh, I say firstly. I'm pretty sure there's only one story here, but pretty mad. We were doing. We're doing the the usual clap for carers. You know, Thursday night, eight p.m. Get on the balcony. Bit of a standoff on our road. Everyone, you know, who see who can, see who can clap louder. Uh, ben judging all the neighbours that aren't clapping, you know, pointing out the classic people uh, opposite, but on the on the ground floor, obviously nowhere to be seen. Uh, however, the elderly lady that was uh, apparently copying my skipping schedule, um, opposite, managed to clock her. Uh, yeah, fair play to her. She's quite old, um, but she's getting a skipping in, so she's she's good in my regard. Anyway, so. I was, just having a quick look over there, and then I saw that she was staring quite concerned-looking face, uh, looking down onto the road. So I like tracked about where she was looking, and then it was one of our neighbours from our side that just like picked up like a small fox that was on the road. That was well, I mean, it could have been stuffed for all I knew. It was, it didn't move. It was completely dead, but it was like completely rock hard. So she like picked it up. Held it in the middle. It's like a flat pancake, but like, like crispy bacon, but like real crisp. Obviously not moving in the slightest. Sort of rigor mortis to prop it in. Anyway, she's so casual about it. She just picked it up, walked over to the nearest bin, chucked it in the bin, and then went into her house. And I was just like, "What is going on here?" Anyway, so yeah, I don't really know what's going on there. Um, but it was a uh, it was a pretty uh, mad end to what was a mad day. But um, yeah, I've got a couple of couple of top picks for you. It's today's top picks with Nathan Hopkins. What will he be talking about? It's today's top picks with Nathan Shopkins. Now listen to him mumble them out. So a couple of weeks ago on the show, I referenced this chap who found a load of cash by a cash machine and handed it in. So we're much a, a, a very much a similar story today, where this family were going out for a drive. Uh, I'm not quite sure what they were doing. It just says a drive. And the car in front of them swerved to essentially miss what they thought was a bag of rubbish on the old highway. And the car in front missed it. They drove over it and were like, oh, no, we, we better stop and pick it up because uh, we don't want like, to cause an accident or anything. They, so they picked up what's one bag, just thinking it was a bag of rubbish. It like, made a big clanking noise when they went over it. And then they noticed a second bag, like 10 or 15 metres up the road, Pick that one up as well, you know, just to just to be be good citizens really and help out. Not thinking anything of it, then like did whatever they were doing. Got back home a couple of hours later, and thought they'd have a. Well, opened up the bags. What turned out to be 
close to a million dollars and like labeled up bags of cash. Madness. I mean, um, anyway, so they handed it into the police for no idea what happened. The mum was trying to be like a good citizen, show her kids a good lesson. Although I'm not sure what lesson going to take from that, other than you know having a rubbish inheritance. But uh, yeah, apparently it was the uh, they think it came from like the postal service. But I'm not sure why the postal service had a massive bags of cash. I mean, I never get cash turned up in my letterbox. I think the best I've had is like a twenty pound note on my birthday card. Um, but yeah. I mean, fair play to them, giving that, getting that. Next up, I've actually got, this was, this was, I mean, my only other top pick today. And it was quite a good one. I got this one sent in. Actually, Big Ben's boy, this one. So you can thank him for this. It was uh, over in Singapore, actually. There's this radio station. And they were doing a competition where you have to identify 14 different celebrities by their voices and they basically the celebrities had recorded one word per celebrity each uh, and they basically like crammed it all together each saying gold 905 the station that sounds good and makes you feel good so obviously that's the station gold 905 and this guy mr shalahan had called apparently hundreds of times and he managed to get through to air uh, to the actual air thing and give his answers twice so the first time he didn't get it right and then um, eventually got through again after like hearing weeks of other people getting the wrong answers and stuff. And he thought he had all 14 answers and then told he only had 13 out of 14. Obviously devoed. And then someone else rang up uh, with the same answers and they were like, yeah, you got it right. Won the $10,000 prize fund. So he was obviously devastated. Um, Mr. Charlotte Hunt. And uh, so he was like, oh, what can I do? Like, obviously, complained to the show, and they were like, no, you pronounced it wrong. And then, uh, because the only, the answer was uh, Tony Hadley, who's, um, well, he's British, uh, like, English singer-songwriter. Uh, I'd never heard of him, um, so he's clearly not that famous. But, I mean, my knowledge of celebrities is poor at best. And, um, anyway, so he got in touch with Tony Hadley, like, sent him the clip, sent him what was going on. And Tony was like, yeah, yeah, you've played... Um, you said my voice right as far as I'm concerned. So then this chap, Mr. Shalahan, sent it in to the radio station. And uh, they were like, oh, yeah. Um, I still don't think you've done it right, but we'll give you, you know, a good bill gesture of $5,000 or whatever. Um, anyway, and then they ended up posting uh, the winning version or the winning, uh, like, entrance sound and how he pronounced it and how Tony said his own name. So it starts off with Tony, then... Mr. Shahan and then the correct answer. So I'll just play you a little clip of how that, that sounds. Tony Hadley. Tony Hadley. Tony Hadley. Tony Hadley. Tony Hadley. Tony Hadley. So they're pretty similar Tony as you can Hadley. tell. Oh, sorry, I stopped that clip. Um, pretty similar as you can tell. So, um, I mean, fair play to him. He's stuck with it. He's got the answers. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty funny. The lengths people go to get this stuff. I don't know why he'd call up hundreds of times to get through to radio station competition. Clearly he liked Tony, but it's good old Tony pulled out of the bag. And there's like a clip of Tony saying, like, um, obviously a video of him recording saying he's, um, yeah, he's got it right. So thanks to big old Tone, big Tone, managed to sort him out and get his prize. Um, but yeah, I pretty much ran out of topics today. There weren't, I mean, I think we just ran out of good news, to be honest. There's not a lot going on in people's lives, as you imagine, for lockdown. 
So I thought I'd pick out uh, a few stories from online that I found. Um, you may find these funny, you may not. Basically, it's a poor man's gossip mongers. So if you haven't heard of gossip mongers, it's Joe Wilkins and some other, and some other presenters. Uh, I've got a podcast and it's it's absolutely brilliant. So if you haven't heard that, go out and check it out. Probably turn off now because it's way, way funnier than, than what I've got for you. But um, yeah, I've got a couple of stories uh, here from Tumblr. Here's one called I Drew a Penis. Classic. Um, so it's a little reminiscent back to school times. So it's not me. This is just a story from, story from online. Um, so my whole class once got detention because I drew a penis with a glue stick on the whiteboard. And when the teacher went to wipe off the board, all the fluff came off and stuck to the glue. I never got in trouble, though, because the whole class found it so funny that they didn't tell the teacher it was me. The good old days, eh? Um, I mean, we, we used to use pea shooters and like play pranks and stuff, but never thought the glue one. That would be quite good. Um, and then, yeah, next one. Victoria's no longer a secret. So pretend I'm a girl. I mean, gonna, I mean obviously hard with my masculine tones, but so I'll, uh, I'll try and put in a little voice here. So. so, my oldest brother Ethan doesn't like wearing pants while at home. He wears boxes because he's a gentleman that refuses to wear pants. I realise I'm probably sounding like the creepy guy from uh, the creepy old pervert from Family Guy, but I'm going to go with that. Um, so one day, we're all just chilling on the couch when Ethan comes in wearing his boxes. My younger brother, Eric, asks if he can take off his pants too. And Ethan says, yeah, but make sure you have some clean underwear on. Eric leaves the room, goes upstairs, comes back three or four minutes later without any pants. And in my underwear! And not just any underwear, my Victoria's Secret underwear! Bearing in mind I'm the only girl in the family! Ethan is laughing his ass off! Nate! Hence why I put this in the story, because there's Nate in there. Nate, his next older brother, I'm sorry, my next older brother, is rolling on the floor and I'm just sitting there like WTF! Then my dad chooses the best time to come in with guests! And one of his ten-year-old son is standing in the living room wearing only his daughter's frilly Victoria's Secret songs! The other son isn't wearing any pants and the other two are just lying on the floor dying. Safe to say the neighbours haven't come over since. I mean, that'd be pretty embarrassing, wouldn't it? Um, thankfully, I haven't got myself in that many trouble, but um, I thought that was pretty good. Hope you like that one. Um, what else we got? Um, well, yeah, I mean, similar to... I, I told a few stories about, like, my childhood the other day and uh, things that have, like, stuck for me. So I'm not. I'm glad it's not just me that is still getting the terror of rain from unfunny dads who think they're funny. Um... From, from stuff that just happened, but there was one little story, so um, apparently this, this one, Dave Catswag, was this one, I mean, funny name, but um, one day, my dad gave me a glass of milk, and I meant to ask him, whose milk is this, because I wasn't sure if it was for him, or for me, or for my brother, I wasn't supposed to give it to my brother, but instead, I just stared at the milk and said, who's this? Then my dad turned to me without messing a, uh, missing a beat and said, that's your new friend, Mr. Milk, and we stared at each other, and he just asked if I was high. Uh, and to this day has not lived it down. So that would be pretty good, Mr. Milk. I mean, that is one of those things that just haunts you for the rest of the time, isn't it? Um, actually, this was the next best story. Sorry, I probably appreciate the last one wasn't very good. So hopefully, oh, I've built it up now. It's not going to be funny. Anyway, um, this one's called All the Fish. Um, and apparently this person, so I went to a girl's, uh, this girl's party last week after she beat the shit out of my friend. While everyone was getting trashed, I went around putting tuna inside of the curtain rods. And so like weeks went by and they couldn't figure out why the hell smelled like festering death. They caught me through this video where these guys at the party were singing Beyonce while I was in the background with a can of tuna. Um, 
That would be brilliant. I mean, I've actually had similar, um, which has just come to me, where I was actually on the recipient end of this, um, where one of my pals, Renzo, uh, or lots of my friends have come to visit me um, at my house at university. And we've been out. Uh, and on the day after, obviously, everyone was leaving, and he decided to... I don't know how he did this, but he found... Uh, uh, like an empty baked green can in the recycling like I hope he took it I don't know where he took it to he went to the toilet I presume and managed to fill up this can baked bean can with what it looked Mr Whippy and I don't know how he got it in there probably got it out of his hand as well but anyway he ended up putting that into my cupboard and safe to say the whole upstairs smelled like shit within about five minutes um, and it did not take me long to find out uh, where it was uh, and pretty much who it was because there's only one of my friends who would do that um, but yeah that was pretty disgusting but quite a similar story um, but yeah if you've got any stories similar to that I would be properly keen to hear them um, so yeah DM me uh, Nate underscore dog underscore daily on Insta is probably the best way um, but yeah I hope you enjoyed today's show um, enjoy the long weekend and we will catch you next week see you later <laughs>